You are listening to the Fit Figure Formula Podcast. I help female perfectionists beat self-sabotage and lose the weight for good using the Fit Figure Formula Coaching Program. I'm your host, Stephanie Riles, registered dietitian, personal trainer, and mindset transformation coach. If you've been struggling with all or nothing thinking, negative self-talk, or self-sabotage, this is the podcast for you. Learn how to get consistent and become the best version of yourself from the inside out. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the episode. So today I'm going to be talking about toxic thought patterns that are keeping you stuck losing the same 15 pounds. So I coach a lot of ladies who have dieted in the past. So dieting is nothing new. Cutting calories is nothing new. Working out is nothing new. And they have reached their goal before, but they are unable to keep the goal. So by the time they get to me, they've tried a lot of different things and they're just like, okay, there's clearly something keeping me from retaining my results. And because I focus so much on identity and mindset, they're like, hey, I think this is the thing that I'm missing. So in this episode, you are going to learn more about how your thoughts are keeping you stuck in your weight loss journey, basically losing those same 15 pounds again and again. You're going to learn how to reframe those thoughts and then also how to keep the weight off for good. Now, This particular topic, I could literally talk about this for an hour. I am going to keep this short so that you can get a nugget and we will revisit this topic again in a later podcast. So the tips that I'm going to give you today, plus a ton more, is exactly what I teach my clients inside of the Fit Figure Formula Coaching Program. This is my signature 16-week program where I help you break down how to hit your macros every single day without having to track every day, and also how to be the person that can create the result and really work on your mindset, your fitness mindset, your identity, who you are so that you can keep your results. All right, so let's get into the episode. So the first toxic mindset pattern that you might be struggling with is wanting the scale to go down no matter what. So I actually had a conversation with one of my new clients that just onboarded this past week. And she said that, you know, she's having a lot of emotional triggers when she gets on the scale and whether the scale goes up or down will determine her mood. And we were trying to figure out, well, why is that? If we know that the scale will go up and down, we always say, oh, the scale is going to go up and down. Weight loss is not a linear process. And then when the scale goes up and down, there's a problem, right? And so we think I did something wrong if the scale went up or I must be doing something right if the scale goes down. And I asked her, what if you know that the scale is probably down because you haven't been like hydrating enough? You're a little bit dehydrated and the scale goes down. What would your thoughts be about that? And she still said that she'd be happy about that. And Sometimes when we think that no matter what, if the scale goes down, I'm doing the right thing, that can be very counterproductive to your results. Because number one, if you're dehydrated, you step on the scale, it might say a couple pounds less. When you rehydrate, guess what? You're going to think you did something wrong because the scale is going to go back up and that's going to send you in another spiral, right? Another example also would be, you know, when you are conditioning and you might be new to fitness, 
You might be new to weightlifting, which is something that I definitely encourage my clients to do. When you are lifting weights, especially if you're lifting heavier weights, you may see, especially temporarily, some weight gain, meaning like when you step on the scale, the scale says a little bit more, but it doesn't mean that you gained fat, right? You might actually be gaining muscle in certain instances, but what we don't want is to do something drastic and get on the scale and be excited about the scale going down because we're losing muscle. Like that's not a good thing. That is what will keep you stuck losing the same 15 pounds over and over again. Doing a whole bunch of drastic fad diets where you're restricting food groups, you're restricting meal times, and you're losing weight, but you're also losing muscle. And when I say weight loss, what I'm really meaning is fat loss. We want to preserve as much muscle as we can while we're in a calorie deficit. Because having muscle is one of the best ways to increase your metabolism. And this happens at rest, right? So a lot of us will try to outwork our diet or we'll just focus on burning a ton of calories during cardio. And this is the hard way. This is the uphill way to lose weight because you're you're not focused on your nutrition, number one. Number two, you have to be actively doing something, sweating, burning calories in order to burn those calories. And then you are not burning as many calories at rest if you're losing muscle. If you are gaining muscle, you might see the scale fluctuate a little bit more than you might be comfortable with. But in the long term, your metabolism will be higher because you're burning more calories at rest. So think about a one hour workout. You work out for one hour and that one hour you might burn a lot of calories, but there's like 23 other hours in the day that you're not going to be necessarily in an active workout. If you have muscle during that time, you can be burning more calories, even though you are sitting down at your desk, you are watching a movie with your kids. And that is what's going to help you keep the weight off long-term without you having to like beat yourself into the ground to get to the gym to do a bunch of cardio, okay? So seeing the scale go down no matter what, no matter if it's dehydration, no matter if it is muscle loss, not a good thing. This will keep you stuck because what happens is you do something super restrictive, you lose a lot of muscle, and then when you gain the weight back, from not being able to sustain that kind of eating and workout regimen, you gain all fat back, right? And then you do this again and you're losing fat and muscle, then you gain all fat back. Then you do it again. You're losing muscle and fat and you gain all fat back. So you're actually having more adipose tissue or fat tissue than when you started, even if the scale is less. And this is not going to help you look like you train, right? Girls that have muscles look like they work out. 
So it's so important that you don't just decide that the scale is the only thing that matters. And I don't care if it's dehydration or muscle lights. I just want to see the scale go down. Not a good thing. Okay. Not a good thing if you're losing muscle mass. All right. Number two, expecting yourself to never have downtime or an off week. So again, I just talked to another client. She is a physician and she is, she does like shift work. And what we came up with, cause she's feeling really tired is planning in some recovery weeks. So this is a really good option for people who either have a variable schedule or just tend to burn themselves out from like going, going, going is to have your schedule. Then you plan in weeks that are just recovery weeks so that you can focus on rest, taking more naps, getting more sleep in. You could, you know, do more yoga or restorative movement if that's what you're into. But you cannot expect yourself to always be on. And then when you get tired and when you get burned out, you tell yourself, I'm lazy. I knew I couldn't do this. That is not helpful. And you are a human being. You do deserve rest. Give yourself permission to rest. So you might want to plan that in because a lot of times if it's not planned and our body just kind of fizzles out, we think there's something wrong with us or that we're not disciplined or that we're lazy. But if you plan it in where it's like, okay, every few weeks, I'm going to plan in a recovery week so that I can rest because rest is actually also productive. Rest also is not a reward. It is required. So we are not robots. Do not expect yourself to be on 52 weeks out of the year, every single weekend, right? Like that's perfectionism, right? And so we don't want to set this standard at perfection because we will fail. And then we're basically using that as evidence to beat ourselves up with. So you want to make sure that you're scheduling in regular rest days within your week, but then also regular recovery weeks within your month or year. Okay. So that's really, really important. And I feel like that's really going to help somebody who is an over worker outer, someone who is constantly beating themselves up. If they miss one workout, you need to have rest and plan that in. Okay. So number three, trying to just focus on exercise or cardio. This is one of the main toxic patterns that I see. So when people come into my Facebook group, um, which is where I hang out most of the time, if you're not already in my Facebook group, you should definitely come into my Facebook group. I go live every week in there and you can actually ask me questions live. Uh, check the show notes if you'd like to join those the Facebook group. But when you are only focusing on working out to reach your goal. So I will ask ladies who come into my Facebook group, hey, what are you struggling with? Um, and they're usually trying to, to lose weight. They're trying to get tone. And I'll say, okay, well, what is your biggest struggle? And they say, well, I eat clean, but then they go on and tell me how much they're working out and what they're doing with their workouts. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad you're moving. Let's go back to your nutrition because your nutrition is going to be the biggest driver in your success. 
And a lot of times we will focus so much on working out that we don't pay a lot of attention to our food. And even though we know or we say like you can't outwork a bad diet, we still try to. And what I mentioned earlier, muscle will burn more calories at rest versus you trying to pound the pavement and do a bunch of cardio. And another thing that I have noticed is that people think that if they sweat a lot, that they have either gotten in a good workout or they've burned a lot of calories. And sometimes I find that some of the ladies that I coach aren't really sure how to measure how hard they're working when they're doing lifting workouts. It's easier to tell that you're working hard when you are doing cardio because you're sweating and you're, you know, you're breathing hard. But when you're lifting weights, it might be a little bit harder to tell how hard you're working because it doesn't feel like you're doing much. You have rest periods in between and it's kind of like, okay, I'm just, I'm sitting here in between my set and it might not feel like you're doing much, but leaning into building muscle, number one, it takes time. So a lot of us are not patient enough. We think that we're going to get muscles in a couple of weeks and that's not the case. <laughs> um, but then we also are relying too much on cardio to burn a bunch of calories in a short amount of time when yes, you're going to burn less calories. If you're like focused on strength training workouts, you're going to burn less calories during that hour. But over time, as you build muscle, you will burn more calories at rest, which will help you to be able to eat more food and still maintain your weight, burn more calories at rest because muscle is active tissue. Okay. This takes time. So lean into building muscle and, and focus on strength building. So one mindset shift that you can kind of think of is focus on getting strong, not skinny. And I know for a lot of people, this is a, a total mindset shift because we just want to see the scale go down. But if you are losing the same 15 pounds over and over again, what might have happened is you have lost muscle each time, gain fat back, and you have a slower metabolism than when you started. So really focus on strength training, getting strong, not skinny. The skinny part or the thin part, because that, you know, we still want to keep our curves, but the the scale going down will come if you focus on building strength, building muscle, and then of course focusing on your macros as well, which is all of which I teach inside of the Fit Figure Formula, where I teach my clients how to hit their macros every day without being in their tracking device every single day. Because nobody likes to be in my fitness spot every day. Okay. So the fourth one is being in a rush. So being in a rush is probably the number one toxic thought patterns that I see, whether it's, I'm trying to lose weight for my birthday. I have a vacation coming up, right. Or you're just in a rush because I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds in a month or whatever. And it's like, we pick arbitrary numbers out of the air. And then we expect our body to comply with these numbers. And when our body does not comply with that number that we just picked out of thin air, 
we think something's wrong. And so a lot of times I will ask my clients based on whatever their goal weight is. And I'll say, well, where did you get that number? Like, what did you base that off of? And it's absolutely nothing. We're just picking a number that we think might look good, might feel good for us to hit. So when you decide that I'm not in a rush, because the time is going to pass anyway, right? Our, the time, life is going to keep going anyway. And if we're focused on how do I feel today? What is my energy level like? How am I moving my body in ways that make me feel good and more energized? How am I feeding my body in a way that makes me feel good and feel, feel energized? And if we focus on the process and not so much pressure on the outcome, as the time passes, we're enjoying our journey. We get to our destination. And to be honest, there's no finish line. So you just keep going anyway. So being in a rush is kind of like thinking that there is a stopping point because if you're restricting yourself, working out every single day, like if you're treating your lifestyle like a 30 day challenge where you're trying to get everything in every single day, that's just unsustainable. That is not a way that you can live your life long term. And when you take the pressure off, take the deadlines off. So if you have right now, if you have a deadline where you say by January 1st or by my birthday, if you have a deadline or a date attached to your weight loss, then you know that you are in a rush. Okay. So taking that pressure off so that if your body doesn't necessarily comply with that, it, it doesn't mean that something is wrong. So a lot of my clients, um, slow and steady progress is what you can keep off. It does not matter how much weight you can lose. It matters how much weight you can keep off. And if you have been losing the same 15 pounds over and over again, you have to take a different approach and think about what is it that I can do consistently that is going to stick. I'm not treating this as if I have a deadline or a date to finish because there is no finish. And in our mind, when we get done with our diet, then we, we're done. And that's the problem. So I just want you to kind of uh, think through some of these. So I'm going to go back and kind of recap. Wanting the scale to go down no matter what. Expecting yourself to never have downtime or an off week trying to focus on exercise or cardio versus getting stronger or your nutrition and being in a rush. These are some of the toxic thought patterns that will keep you stuck in your health journey. If you know that you need an identity shift, if you know that your mindset or some of the things that I've talked about today, if they really hit home and I have a million more other examples, but we'll go through those in other episodes. If you know you've lost weight, but you just can't keep it off, there's something deeper. It's not your actions because you know how to do it. The actions are not the problem. Who are you being? Do you know how to become the person that can keep the result and live the lifestyle? If you need help with that, check out the show notes. You can apply to work with me inside of the Fit Figure Formula, and I'll be looking for your application. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Fit Figure Formula podcast. 
If you're new here and you're struggling with your fitness journey, I invite you to take a super simple next step. Click the link in the show notes for a free training. If listening to this podcast has been helpful, imagine being inside the Formula Coaching Program. You can apply for coaching with the link in the show notes. I hope to see you inside. Thank you.